Welcome to the game of love. <laughs> On this edition of the K-pop cast, bringing the best sounds and ideas on K-pop. And this week, it's the the game of ping pong. The Hyun Hyundan Canadan song ping pong. What <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how we want to introduce that. But I, anyway, I'm, I'm DJ Peter Lowe. I'm your co-host Stephanie. I'm your PD Nim Michaela. And joining us for this episode, we've got a special guest, Mia B, who is a musician, grad student, K-pop lover, and someone who pitched herself to be on the show. And we were like, you know what? We really do need a musician's perspective when we talk right? about <laughs> songs and music. So welcome, Mia, to the K-pop cast. Thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we love the initiative. Pitching right? yourself. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. shoot your shot. Yeah, welcome sorry we couldn't talk about the song, though, that you wanted to talk about. But hey, I hope this is going to be great. <laughs> yeah. We, oh, we it's going to be like, awesome. <laughs> we were originally going to talk about La Lisa. But yeah. The song is oh, just... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But today, we're talking about Hyundong right. Ping Pong. Play the ping pong. Or Hyuna Don or Don Don. We need to we need to pick pick <laughs> one because like mm-hmm. I feel like there's there's a split between the American or international fans like Hyun Don, right? But then out of Korea, we're hearing the Hyuna Don, which I don't know. To me, it just doesn't have the same ring to it, but. I, I like it. It kind of sounds like a Digimon or something like that. Like they <laughs> merge together and become like this unstoppable force. Yes. <laughs> right? Okay. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. So which one are we going with? I Hyanadon. Everyone just Hyanadon. do their preference. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Hyanadon. I'm sorry. Okay. Hyanadon. Yeah. But uh, if you okay. guys didn't know, we're actually joined by another special guest this episode. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So let me uh, play a clip. You'll know her as the person who predicted, uh, scooped, (laughs) found out that Hyanna and Don were a thing before it was news to the world. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. I think K-pop podcast listeners know who I'm talking about. She almost doesn't need an introduction. Um, But uh, let's play this clip by Shannon from Ask Me About K-pop. Hey, y'all. This is Shannon from the Ask Me About K-Pop podcast, and I was so devastated to have a scheduling conflict and not be able to join the K-Pop cast crew to discuss my two favorite people. So Peter was kind enough to let me send over a voice memo so that I could try to share my feelings with y'all anyway. All right, I'm going to take it question by question and let's see how rambly I get. What does this song signal or represent in the broader history that is K-Pop? The comeback itself is indeed very historic. I mean, it is the very first debut of an idol couple as a musical act. And obviously, I think it's really important in the history of Hyuna and Dawn. Like, I think it's a really nice bow on the mess that they went through to be out on the other side of all of it and to be making exactly the art that they want to be making and to be doing it together is just like too beautiful and triumphant for words um yeah this is a moment it will be remembered for a very long time very long time How much of this song is precedented slash unprecedented does it change the future of what we will see in the industry Honestly, everything about Hudon is unprecedented. Hudon. Um, 
Well, there have been plenty of idols who have been caught in relationships or admitted to being in relationships. None of them have ever really shared their lives to the level that Tiana and Don have done. Um, I mean, since she posted that first picture of them holding hands in Japan, like back in October of 2018, to be like, yeah, we're still together. You didn't break us. Like since then, they have given us such a window into their relationship uh, that is just kind of nobody else does that. Like Heechul and Momo were together for a super long time, but we never got a new like picture of them. They were never seen in public together. Like ever again Changmin from tvsq is married and nobody knows what his wife's name is or what she looks like like Dang, most idols are very very private they keep their private lives super private and hyuna and don are not like that they are not normal <laughs> so <laughs> while i definitely think that they have kicked in a door for idols to date more openly or to try to do artistic projects with a significant other but do I think that we will suddenly see a rush of idols and they're revealing their relationship so that they can release duet albums? Like, no, I do not think that that's going to happen. Right. I think that this takes a very specific type of person who is okay with a very specific type of attention um, and a type of sharing and a type of relationship that is committed and able to stand up to such a level of scrutiny um and yana and don have been together for coming up on six years now and that's a lot of commitment um like they are very very committed to each other and also the circumstances surrounding the outing of their relationship and what it meant for them afterward like i think those circumstances did sort of clear the path for this comeback to happen in a triumphant story kind of way and i certainly do not hope that those circumstances are ever repeated with anyone ever again so like if that's what it takes to like get a idol couple as a duet like no i don't want that to ever happen again but sincerely i do hope that their willingness to like love each other in the open inspires more love in the idol world in the future like they say in ping pong Gachi love somebody. Everybody let's love somebody. And I like to think that that is Hyuna and Dawn inviting all of their fellow idols to join them on the light side and just love somebody. Hashtag let idols bang. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay. Yes, I think we're 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 in the um, let idols bang camp territory. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, you wanted to give more context. Yeah, what, so what's the she mess talked, she was talking about? Yeah, she talked about yeah, the mess. I want to know more about that. Yeah, so quick quick plug also for AMA K-pop. They have a, a whole episode covering Hyuna's career, which includes a, like a step-by-step, day-by-day time-stamped version of like everything that happened. Um, but luckily, Sumpi kind of put it in a nice little concise paragraph for us so the simplified version of the mess is basically uh Hyuna and Don back in 2017 were part of Cube Entertainment um they debuted in a unit called Triple H and it was sometime after that the next year that they were kind of like confirmed to be in a relationship and then they left Cube and then they joined P Nation which was surprising because P Nation at the time only had Jesse. <laughs> so yep. they just they just left Cube amicably. Yeah. No, 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 no. Come you, on, you know how these no. things they work. They left. Come on Cube. now. 
yeah i mean not there's there's a whole there's a whole bunch of stuff we can get into but no it was get a battle it. it was out in Take the open there. it was i see i don't have all the details out but i i, I can say oh go peter i mean real quick uh, not that we want to make the entire episode on this, but yeah, it was a, like a kind of a known endeavor everyone at Cube was in on. Everyone, like you know, kind of you could tell everyone knew what the arrangement was, and it seems that Hannah kind of alluded to it with like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge in her like uh, letter, her public letter to the CEO mm. when she found out that she was basically kicked out of the label uh, when it was revealed that she was with Don. That, uh, hey, Mr. CEO, didn't we, you know, have an arrangement around this? Like, what's the deal? We talked about this. Um, mm. So, anyway, you you can see that everyone was in on it, and they were trying to like. It could further be speculated that the formation of Triple H was just to enable right. Kiana to do something with Don, and and they just the added, is like the third wheel as the buffer. yeah, just 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 to throw the <laughs> fandom, you know, sent yeah. off a little bit, but. Yeah, now they're yeah. in P Nation and living their best lives, apparently. Hmm. But, you know, compared to to going from Cube to P Nation, P Nation is still a new company, even though it has like the the backbone of Psy and all of his his history and his money. <laughs> it's still it's still a very small company. It shows that Hyanna probably made a good impression when she worked with Psy on Gangnam Style. Oh, That's right. right. Yeah. They probably became friends and she called him up for a favor when she needed it. <laughs> and he yeah. said, sure, come on down. Well, That's I, how I, I like to imagine it. Any, anyone who could see anything knew that they should have jumped on getting Hyanna. And like... Because mm-hmm. Hyanna at the time, like she she was like the foundation of Cube. She like built Cube Entertainment basically right. to where... I mean, obviously other other people were involved, but Hyanna was Hyanna. Her backup dancers with four minute. Oh wow! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> your your words not mine, Peter. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But any anyone would would acquiesce to any of her demands, and uh, I think P Nation, except Cube, you know, except Cube because they were I, what back in twenty eighteen. And how, and how would about one this. of the how would one of the big three labels have responded? I think similar, like get out of here. Because they, they're just not used to, I, I mean, at that time, it's still fairly virgin territory of coming to terms with this idea of a, an idol dating another idol or just someone. Right. Um, because it, it ruins the fantasy for a lot of fans, I, I guess. But anyway, um, should, we, should we play this other clip? I Yeah, this one's just like a minute or so. It's okay. Long. <laughs> Are there any real life references that you're seeing conceptualized in the lyrics, dancing or looks in the music video? Um, the only thing that I can say for sure as a deep stan of the two is that I know that the tiki-taka uh, refrain part of the chorus is like a reference to the way that Don, that Hyanna sits over Don's shoulder while he works and says like, wouldn't it be better if it was like this? Like, you should do it like that. And the kind of like bantery, bickery, like playful, Gemini, chaotic energy that they have in their relationship but mostly the song is just like about booty shaking and there's references to like what a muse Hyanna is to Don. Like 
She is the person that inspires him the most, and he is just as amazed and captivated by her as all of us are, and, like, he is the person that gets to see her every single day. She's mad. What this song means to Don and Hyuna, I think it remains to be seen, because this mini-album that they put out is called One Plus One Equals One, which is a reference to their being stuck at the hip and, like, always being together and, like, being fully meshed into one person at this point. But it's part of a bigger album project where there will be one album for Don, one album for Hyuna, and then an album, this album, of them together. They've been working on it for over a year, they said, and like every single detail has been in their hands. Like Don wrote all the music, all of the styling, and all of the like aesthetic choices. Like that's all Hyuna. Um, so I'm really looking forward to looking at the whole project as a whole piece when it's all out. Um, but as their fan, I think that I can observe that just the chance to dance on stage together again and do all the promotional stuff that goes along with a comeback, like they get to do that while holding hands with their best friend. And that must be so comforting. And they look like they're having so much fun. So I think that having special time doing the thing that they love together probably means everything to them. Now, how do I think P Nation is doing and how does this song measure up against the rest of the P Nation releases so far. P Nation is still a very new company. Um, and I think that they are doing a lot right in regards to the artistic freedom that they've given all of the artists that they've signed, like all of these gold star people. But I do say, think that it's still like a really small company. And like, I just, I'm not sure that they are capable of pulling off the level of comeback that like the stars that they have signed maybe are owed. Um, like Sai said that his little boy group project loud was setting back comebacks and promos for every single one of his artists because they just like are spread too thin to try to do too many things at once. Um, but I know they don't have manpower at the moment, but I do think that a lot of the promo appearances that they were able to get for Hudon have been, like, really fun. Side note, some of them have been, like, really awful. Like, can people stop asking them about breaking up? It is such a weird interview question. Like, what is wrong with you? Stop asking them that. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay. So I didn't know about the one plus one equals one album plans, but... That tells you something about the, yeah. uh, the arc and, of this. And it's great that, you know, this isn't just the one and done project for P Nation. Like, they're actually giving them a whole, like, series to to be out there and be a couple in, in the public eye. And again, like you, she said, from a small company, that is that is still taking mm -hmm. a chance. Oh, huge. I wonder if it was in the conditions of their contract in signing on mm. that they had to do something like this together. Yeah, because that's mm. very innovative and it seems like P Nation is all about like being innovative and just like taking them on. So I think that's awesome. I'm excited. All right. Well, should we talk about the, the lyrics of this song or the message or what, what we were taking away in terms of the message from the song itself? Yes. Are there any real life references that you're seeing conceptualized in the lyrics, dancing or looks in the music video? Um, the only thing that I can say for sure as a deep stan of the two is that I know that the Tiki Taka uh, refrain part of the chorus is like a reference to the way that Don, that Hyanna sits over Don's shoulder while he works and says like, wouldn't it be better if it was like this? Like you should do it like that. And the kind of like, 
bantery, bickery, like playful, Gemini, chaotic energy that they have in their relationship. But mostly the song is just like about booty shaking and there's references to like what a muse Hyuna is to Don. Like she is the person that inspires him the most and he is just as amazed and captivated by her as all of us are and like he is the person that gets to see her every single day. She's magic. So like that obviously comes through. Cool. Okay. That was it. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Just for for that that okay. you know intro of like what tiki taka means to them, because mm-hmm. for for this concept again, it's it's a love song, but it's not just a love song about oh I just love you so much. There's they're talking about the like the, the Konglish tiki taka, which I think literally translates is like a, a like a technique that they use in like football like soccer where they just mm. like keep passing the ball back and forth between a bunch of people in order to like confuse the the defense or the opposition and then score. And so Koreans usually use tiki-taka as a way of like, oh, we, we can tiki-taka. We can like have a nice conversation. We can go back and forth. Like we have chemistry. It's a groove. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And and obviously, Hannah <laughs> and Don are saying, hey, we that's that's something that we have. That's yeah, cute. and I yeah I agree with that. Like the whole concept of ping pong and how relationships are back and forth and give and take. Um, I think it's such a cool concept and we haven't seen that before used as a metaphor in relationships. I've never heard of that. So I thought that was really creative. And I also think it's cool how they organize the song to be kind of like a ping pong game as well. Like Mm. how they go back and forth and trading Mm. parts in the verses and in the chorus. Um, It's just all a huge metaphor of give and take in a relationship. Yeah, I mean, just talking about the going off of that, the that like TikTok <laughs> yes. with the mouth, mm-hmm. like again, the, you know, ping pong dynamic. And certainly we see that uh, brought to life in the visuals of the song. So I don't know, Michaela, should we play that? <laughs> Get another? <laughs> well, I, I have one more point about the, oh, okay, the ahead, lyrics about, you know, sometimes, yeah, those metaphors are like really nice or really cool. And then other times, especially for us, like English speakers, you hear lines about like talking about like guacamole. And then he's like, hey, I want you to be my MOM, which technically stands for my, my official muse. But that's like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say about that one, too. It's cool what it stands for. But when you take the acronym mom. Yeah. Isn't she older than him, too? Mm, <laughs> a few years. Maybe he knows that and he's messing around. Mm-hmm. Luna. <laughs> Cook for me. <laughs> I love how they're just um, so into each other and they have nothing right. to hide. And that explains so much when we heard the context about their relationship and how there were a lot of scandals. Um and some people weren't happy about their relationship. Now they're kind of just all over each other. They have nothing to hide. And also um, about that scandal, I think that line uh, in the bridge when Don says, you're my Juliet, I think that kind of hits um, hits home with that idea that there were people who had a problem with their relationship and they were even, you know, they even had to leave their company because mm-hmm. of their relationship. So... She was kind of like his Julia, in a sense. I had to leave the family of Pentagon to join. Like Capulet and, and uh, Montague. Yeah. But like, yeah. It's I the think same family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be better if, if he was on a different label. Right. Uh, and they have both had to leave. But That's true. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, shall we take it to the concept and what we're seeing in the visuals of this song? 
The visual concept of the album is if a mermaid and Peter Pan met together in a world that they dreamed up in their imagination. So that's why Dawn is always like in a little bit of green and Hyuna looks really mermaidy with her like big long wigs and all of her colorful hair and stuff. And then all of the jewels on their faces, like they're covered in jewels and stickers and like Hyuna wanted that to be like candy. So like it really is supposed to just be like very playful, very imaginative, like not any kind of world. Um, and Hyuna and her stylist Duho did all of the outfits themselves. Um, she spent so much time putting every single detail together. She was like the person on the music video set, like putting the jewels and hair things on all of the dancers. So it will be just right. And they're wearing more than 12 outfits in the music video that are detailed, like down to the teensiest detail. And honestly, even if you think that the outfits are too weird, you have to admit that you've never seen them before. And like, that is something that I love about Hyuna is her like ability to push the boundaries of like what is fashion and like what looks cool. Um, and I think she can pull off anything personally. I, I agree a hundred percent because I told Peter when we were talking about this show that this music video made me fall in love with K-pop again because I was seeing all of these looks and all of these things that I was like, wow, that that's so cool. It's weird. And I, I don't quite understand it, but I love it. <laughs> Like that's that was a that feeling I got when I watched the music K-pop. video, right? <laughs> and I hadn't had that feeling watching a music video before, and it just goes mm. to show you, like when Hyuna has as much creative freedom as she wants, she can do something amazing. Yeah, we're we're about to put out these episodes on how to introduce people to K-pop, and this song would fall under the WTF category. <laughs> AKA wonderful <laughs> treasure find. Oh, right? yeah. oh yeah, but but like that 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 moment of like what the heck is this mm-hmm. it definitely and then you need like, more <laughs> yeah. right and i was watching this and, and amr just walked by down the hallway and was like whoa okay that is essence of k-pop right there mm-hmm. that was is it, definitely was it the part K-pop. where she was licking the beads too <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't know what part it was but just the... it definitely felt like a fever dream but in the best way mm-hmm. part of me wonders like you, you can see this with so many artists at P Nation that they're given a great deal of creative liberty from the artists themselves um, versus like, you know, more of a company top down approach to the, SM. <clears throat> yeah. JYP. <laughs> Q, whatever. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I almost worry that it's like two young lovers who are just making it off with a rich man's money right now. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> don't get me wrong. This is very much what? Hudon? Uh, how did Shannon say it? Han- Canadon? She said Hudon. Yeah. Hudon. Hudon. Anyway, like it, it's them. It's mm-hmm. it's the essence of K-pop. It's also the essence of, of Kenna and Don together yeah. as a couple and all its quirky glory. But it is... Not as the vision isn't as cohesive. I, I would argue. Yeah, I was like, where's the criticism here? Peter's coming. <laughs> so, like, for as much as Kiana did all these, like, attention to these minor details, you got to look at how it fits in the bigger picture. So, I'm losing sight of their wonderful outfits mm. and them as individuals because they're getting lost in their stages, which are larger than life. 
Um, but you need moments of contrast to, so your eyes really know where to go, I would argue. Um, oh, okay. When watching this. Like, I, I, I love, like, a lot of the techniques. How about I love seven all- outfits? Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> turn right. the dial down just right. I, I so guess our I, brain I would, can, like, keep track. I, I would say I, I actually love all the sets, all the costumes, um, all the looks that we're getting, but not all at the exact same time. Like, maybe uh, there's a way you can, like, segment it a little bit more that you're fully taking advantage of it. Um because you just lose sight of what you want to say in the end. I, I definitely agree. Like, I do think that all the colors, everything makes this video super fresh and exciting. But I found myself wanting to pause a lot to actually be able to take it all in. Right. Just because there's so much going on. Yeah. So it makes it, I think, for the, the casual listeners who are going to, like, my wife who is listening to this, she's like, well, I'm going to forget that one. Because like there, there, you know, there wasn't like a captivating moment to to make it iconic, I guess, or or like mm. distinctive. They could have gone played off of the ping pong uh, concept more. I think mm. that that could have been sure. It may have been kitschy, campy, um, but like like we're already seeing plenty of camp in, in this music video. Yeah, we so, have like, no. If if we're here, we have no issue with it. Yeah, yeah, that would have been more fun to see. Like just more of like the actual ping pong mm. playing a game you know like a duet or um give and take visually a bit more rather than just okay it's your turn my turn but showing how they're, they're trading off with each other visually right yeah it would have been cool if they were playing a game and then when they pass the ball to the other person they start singing yes mm. i see what you're saying Ooh. yeah okay you hear that p nation are you taking notes <laughs> yeah <laughs> Special version. Mm-hmm. I've seen that before. <laughs> Extended. So going along with everything that we're saying, um, April J uh, also had thoughts on this music video. So she tweeted, oh, yes, I really loved how they mingled high fashion with 90s and 2000s nostalgia. It felt like they were on a Lisa Frank via Avril Lavigne uh, fun house ride. Their love translates into their style, which gives us viewers such a delight. Um, happy heart face emoji. Yeah, Lisa yeah, yep. Frank. I, I without a doubt. Yeah, I, I don't know much about fashion, but I feel like that ex- that explains the, the the spectacle pretty well. Yeah, especially Don's hair. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like that color <laughs> takes me back. So yeah, building on that and kind of connecting to Peter's point about there being so much visual stimulation that we can't really uh, see through it to the you know pure essence of the song. Uh, I actually just watched the performance version of the music video where they are in one outfit in one place. <laughs> <laughs> and that I just like, ah, I breathed a sigh of relief for, for my eyes and my brain <laughs> and all the stimulation because then I could really hear the song. I could see the choreography, which is... There are some parts that I might attempt to do, but a lot of it is difficult and intricate and high energy jumping and hopping around. Um, but I, I couldn't really see that in the original music video. So so I'm glad they, they put out a performance. I, I preferred that, honestly. I yeah. did the same thing. I looked up a performance right after because I really wanted to be able to take in the choreography and I was able to appreciate it a lot more that way. Mm-hmm. 
get to see their their more of their moments interacting with each other. Yeah, yeah. so cute. Yeah, shout out to all the dancers on stage, both in the music video, but also the performances. I was really entranced yeah. by all the dancers um, and their outfits as well. Yeah, they all again, Hyuna's dancers are on point too. Let's not. <laughs> She she is on point with her fashion and she makes sure that everybody else around them looks looks good too. And especially I love the in the, the was it the relay dance video where it was like mm-hmm. a few dancers. Yep. Just like just how happy everybody was. Like yeah. it was just such a, an enjoyable performance to see that they were just feeling the performance as well. Not just Hyanna and Dawn. Yeah, also shout out to the uh the dudes who were wearing bronzer. Um <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, to to bring out the uh, dimension in, in their body, you know, mm-hmm. just, just so you can appreciate all the, the peaks <laughs> the and valleys. Depth. And, yes, <laughs> right. Oh, God. Um, depth of personality, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're talking about their personality. I don't know what you're thinking totally. about. Totally. Um, I, I, I guess the, the big problem I have with it, however, is that they're dancing oh, next go. to each other more mm. so than with each other. Like, if you're going to do a couple, do a couple dance, do a partner dance. And let's not forget. No, no one seems to be able to to execute that, Peter. Like, we no, have no, yelled no. into the void. No, like, someone <laughs> has executed that, Stephanie. Oh, really? And you know who it was? Hyuna mm. and Hansu. <laughs> yes! Yes, you got <laughs> it, you got That's it. That's the one example I can think of. Well, because they did it right, right? That, yes. You can remember because yes. they did it so well. That was well. so hot. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so what we're referring to, if, you, if you're not like a Gen 2 fan like, <laughs> like a few of us, but we're referring to Troublemaker, which was a unique group, that, <laughs> that <laughs> group, group two-member two group, that mm. uh, that Q pushed with Hyuna, and and Hyunsung, I, I can't pronounce yeah, his name. Hyunsung, yeah. yeah, the former From... l- leader of Beasts, Beast. now known yeah. as Highlight. <laughs> uh, anyway, later known as Highlight for newer fans. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah, but they they it's did a story. very sexy dance together, and they were they they had multiple songs, but um, a lot of it was like. Um, implied mm. in their choreography like what's really going on like they, they show their emotions but the contact um, it's not like they're bumping and grinding on each other where I think we get a little bit more of the bumping and grinding category with this because we Looking know at you Don yeah well we, we know those, they're getting it on right like those thrusts right? yeah yeah right <laughs> right there's, there's a lot of that but like there, there's just a slyness curl um you know curt Teasing. nature yeah, yeah. With, with with troublemaker mm. and it, it's a lot of them like um uh action and reaction yes in the dance from troublemaker whereas this it's like we're both gonna pump our fists at the same time so mm. it's like what like you're not really dancing with each other as much as you are dancing like next to each other at the same time mm-hmm. with, with this yeah. and such a missed opportunity. Yeah, and they're, and they're both facing front for like 80, know, 90%. The, the thing with versus, you know, 
Troublemaker versus now is like this. They're actually a couple versus in Troublemaker where they were like a pretend couple. They were probably dating at the time, but <laughs> to everybody who knew they were a pretend couple. So again, since they are the first kind of couple idol, maybe it's them playing it safe in the fact that they're not just like putting it all out there and having that possibly be negatively received, especially by like the domestic audience. Well, there is. I think we expect sexy from him. I was gonna say there is that kiss at the end, though. Yes. Yep. A big old smooch right on camera. And there's that part when they're holding each other when he says, "You're my Juliet." That's kind of intimate. There you go. Yeah. No. No. Those are great points. Right to the the, the counter of what I was saying earlier, but more of that. More of that. Yeah. See, I actually I enjoyed there were just a few of those moments and the rest mm. of the time they were just having fun with each other. Mm. I feel like that shows the maturity of their relationship, too, because if you're you know just starting on a relationship, then you're all in like the intimate phase and everything. But they've been together for how many years? Seven. And so this is kind of just showing they can have fun with each other now and their lyrics are saying everything that they feel for each other. See, Mia, why, why, you got to come in with like the grown up professional. Man. <laughs> um, no, true that. No, More that, fan that's service. Great. Yeah, I think like, <laughs> I think the big reason why Cube did what they did with Troublemaker was to capitalize on like the pent up sexual tension energy <laughs> <laughs> that a lot of teens were probably feeling, you know, teens. in their adolescence. <laughs> And they're, they're trying to market to that, right? So, like, they, they manufactured that tension just for that audience, maybe with those previous acts. But I think what, you, what you're saying, Mia, is, like, we're grown-ups now. We've moved beyond that. I mean, they're a little bit older, right? So, well, not Settled old. I mean, in. they're still very young. Yeah. They're still so young. Getting ready but... to retire. <laughs> they're on a cruise right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little more grown up and their relationship is more mature, I guess. So that's Yeah, like what they they've got their the own apartment now. They have their their fur babies, their their two dogs. Plants, I'm sure. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Definitely plants. I love I love the Shannon mentioned in her audio about like the cop of feel move at like the, the very beginning where he like runs his hand up her back and then like almost kind of touches her butt. I, I missed it like twice. I was trying to look for it. <laughs> Oh well. It's a, it's like like the very beginning. It's it's, it's so enough. again, it's so subtle like you can't really if you miss it unless you're like really looking for it. Hmm. It's right when they switch from Hyuna's part to Don's part. Mm-hmm. It's like his intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. that's give and take. But see like we lost sight of that. All the other like I was just lost. She lights I was and, swept like, away. Like. The costume probably <laughs> hid a lot too. <laughs> Yeah. Especially in the, that part in the music video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, I have one more clip about just like the audio really quick. Yeah, yeah go for it. want to wrap sure. up with that section. Mm-hmm. As for how the song sounds in the current P Nation catalog for both, I think that this song is probably a little more Hyuna than it is Don. Like all of the music that Don has put out under P Nation has been really different song to song. Please listen to his Don Diddy Don EP if you haven't already. Like it's truly a little masterpiece. Um, but then Hyuna, like since lip and hip era, which I know is still cube time, but I feel like the evolution goes that way. Like she has been playing with a much more playful, like cheeky, silly vibe where the sexiness that like she is because she's so sexy 
is more silly and cheeky and like vulgar in a whimsical way if that makes any sense as opposed to the like straight male gaze like just put her in a bra thing that they like did when she was younger um anyway i feel like this song is a nice little marriage of like the vibes of like don diddy don and i'm not cool but that also could just sort of be a symptom of the way that don writes dance songs but anyway that's how i feel about that yeah it's a good evolution for her as an artist Mm. right and i you know i think her her unique rap and voice complements that more quirky weird and slightly vulgar uh direction as as part of her identity and concept i i liked the moments where she was being a little sexy with like licking things and stuff because it was so (laughs) overdone that like it didn't make me feel uncomfortable i was just like laughing yeah yeah, because we, we know Hannah and Don for doing that sort of stuff now, right? Like, mm-hmm. that, that we expect that from them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think going from uh, Flower Shower, certainly more, more quirky, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm So Cool. Like, you can listen to I'm So Cool and this back to back, you know, and it feels yes. like almost like one song. You're right. Yeah. And is is that is that necessarily a bad thing or would we just say it's just like a continuation of, of this just, sound? Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's not broken. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love also Don mentioned when he was talking about when they were making this sound, they like he the quote from from Soupy was they included a lot of erotic sounds. So it'll be fun <laughs> for people to listen back with that in mind. Wait, what? Wait, no. Is it exotic sounds? Sorry, erotic? exotic sounds. But <laughs> Like, I'm gonna have to listen again. There's so much I missed. There are a I lot meant. of exotic sounds. Yes, exotic sounds. There are cool yeah. instruments used in there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, the bass is like they they call it mumbaton, and then like, like just some 808 mixed in. Definitely I, I a lot know. of bass, which I appreciate. Yeah. Well, I want to hand it over to Mia, who, who's our actual music oh, right. expert here. <laughs> so Mia, All please right. go off and talk about what you thought of the music of the song. Yeah, the audio. Yeah, well, going off what um, uh, what we already mentioned with the Moombaton, so this song is classified under Moombaton, which I'll just give a little background about what that is. It's mm-hmm. a kind of EDM subgenre, but it's growing into a really big EDM genre now. Um, it's a mix of house music and reggaeton. And it's a little bit of a slower EDM genre, which is cool. And I feel like it has that a cool vibe that you can move to um, and it's chill. And that's just why I feel like this song is so addictive to me. And it always makes me want to move a little when I listen to it. Right. Um, you can hear Moonbaton also. Another example of it is in One Dance by Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's another example. So, yeah, there's that Moonbaton. I don't know if anyone else wanted to say something about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in. So mm-hmm. we, I, we we've talked about Moombaton on the show before, but if you're a first time listener, uh, Moombaton is like that 110 beats per minute range. Mm-hmm. And like for a lot of DJs, like hip hop is like at like I would say like 85 to 100 beats per minute. And then you get more uh, dance electronic music, um, 120 to 130 or 140. And then you start getting into trap and other stuff higher than that. So in that sweet spot, that Goldilocks zone between hip hop and like EDM, you've got Moombaton. And, and as, as Mio was saying, um, a lot of reggaeton also like coincides in that same, uh, temper range and, and, and feel and, and per like, uh, percussion rhythm, um, as well. 
So when I heard this song, y'all know me. I, I'm, I'm like double the weight I used to be. I'm, I'm fat now. I'm a dad. But <laughs> I, I used to be a samba dancer. Yes. And Champion, this is a samba right? like dancing hey. song because like yes. right in the tradition of reggaeton mumbaton, it, it's like very much like the type of song that you would hear at like a a Latin ballroom competition. Although it's just a little fast for that, it needs to be brought mm-hmm. down. I, I would say like five to eight uh, beats per minute slower um, to be, make it more samba friendly dance uh, friendly for samba dancing, but still um, very much in that in that style. And we're I, all imagining Peter tearing it up on the floor. Oh, I won many pants. competitions doing the samba. Um, yes. I want to see it. But I, I feel that that sentiment is reinforced when you pay close attention to the harmony of the song. So it, if mm. you, it, it's especially in the pre-chorus where I'm starting to hear like uh, some trumpets. Yes, the brass. Um, yeah, all the brass instruments there mm-hmm. and then uh, the way they play around with the, um, the I, th- I, I think it's a piano as like a supporting yeah, um, and, harmony yeah. there. Yeah, I love the references to Latin music with the brass and the pre-chorus. I feel it, like that really hypes us up for the chorus well. In the verses, we hear some steel drum as well yes. which is cool reference to caribbean music and gives a little bit of a tropical vibe so i just love all the different flavors that they mixed in it's fresh yeah i love the um what, what you said i don't know is it steel drums for the uh like the drum fills that they're using as well i don't know what kind of drum they're using for the drum fills but that that was fun also the caribbean um i'm not sure about for the drum fills but they use it as like a supporting instrument in the verses. Yeah. With all that said, though, it was such a disappointment for the chorus itself. Like, mm. they could have done more. Or yeah, it, less. It, it's it's <laughs> like I, I don't know if you saw or, or felt this way, Mia. But um, if you pay attention to like the bass line in the chords, it, it feels like okay, verse one, it, it's it's one thing, and then pre-chorus, it kind of builds on that, and, like it. Yeah, add more supporting instruments. And then chorus, it's almost the same thing, except they what they use some electronic synths in there and make it very loud and it, it feels like it's yeah. just the same direction. Yeah, just like using higher notes to do this. Yeah. Yeah, just some intense synth action there. Mm. And I think the only highlight is that ping pong sound, but it's very subtle. <laughs> yeah. So I I'm I love banger clangers, right? Mm-hmm. You know the heavy drops, and the, certainly a heavy drop. But maybe it should have been something different from what we were hearing from the verses in the in the pre-chorus. Although I will say, it, it was I think Don and Hannah's voices pierced through it for as loud and as quote unquote noisy um, as it was. Their their vocals um, stood out against all that uh, textured backgrounds. Yeah. And you know, again, this is only the first part of we've got two more EPs, I'm guessing, coming out uh, solo. So who knows what, what other sounds we'll hear coming from these new projects moving forward. What did you guys think of the breakdown? Do you even remember it? <laughs> no. I remember there was one, but I need to refresh my memory just the part where he says you're my Juliet that sticks out but musically uh it's not super interesting it, it, it almost reminds me of um 
Remember Hiana's bubble pop? There's yeah. A breakdown in that, and like how flat oh, that dubstep yeah. break landed. <laughs> I felt the same way mm. <laughs> for this. I could have like could have removed it from the song, and it would have been, mm-hmm. you know, probably better for it. But also, they did so much. I feel like with mixing different cultural influences in the rest of the song. And they, I feel like they tried to make it very fresh. And so if they did anything too extra, I think it would have just been like sensory overload. Oh, yeah. I think we're already sensory <laughs> overloaded. Pushing the limits. Yeah. yeah. They should have been looking at what can we take away? You know, yeah. like what's the most mission <laughs> What can critical? we highlight? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absence is more. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to read one comment by uh, Said. I'm always mispronouncing his name every K-pop chat we have. But Sa- Sa- Saqib is his last name, I believe. Um, and he, he writes, they look like fairies, heart face emoji reaction. <laughs> also, I thought about their B-side. I know it is so mm-hmm. vulnerable of them to make a song like that about breakup, knowing that they are this power couple who everyone is rooting for. I love that they shared something like that with us. So one of the songs off the uh, EP. Again, go, goes to show yeah. how mature their relationship is. They can just talk about that. Yeah, Or maybe it was like, a, like a, a relationship exercise for them <laughs> being able to put out all the, all the maybe the stuff that they're, they need to work out. <laughs> all right. So taking everything yeah. we discussed into account is this song. <laughs> Here it is. Daybuck or not. By the way, we we discussed whether or not we're going to keep it for this episode, and I was like blatantly Mm. overruled by everyone. So we're we're keeping it for the foreseeable future. Yeah. That is the reason why I wanted to come on this show. Just to say that. (laughs) Ooh, yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. We did not pay Mia to say that. Okay, okay, Mia, then you go first. Let's see. What is it, Daybuck or not? I say it's Daybok. Totally Daybok. I listen to it on my walks to class. It really pumps me up. It's a fun song. Cool. So I'm next. And I got to say, it's it's not. (laughs) I was the one who lobbied to have us talk about this song, by the way. (laughs) Because I thought it was just really profoundly interesting, fascinating song. Like, Mm -hmm. moving the discourse of K-pop forward? Absolutely. But there are a lot of things I would like to change <laughs> that yeah. outweigh its overall it. Daybokness. So um, what, what's going to stay with me are, are the, the supporting harmonies in the, in the pre-chorus, especially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stephanie, what about you? Yeah. I think there were a few disappointing things, like especially the chorus for me, but the verses and the performance video push it over into the Daybok category. Uh. Stephanie on the save. Okay, there we go. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Last but not least, PDM. I think think my answer is obvious. This is a Daybok for me. I feel like it's been a while (laughs) since Mm -hmm. I've said something was Daybok. But like like I said, this made me fall in love with K-pop all over again. Wow. So excited for what comes next. We've got the full spectrum here. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I was able to weasel away and not on this episode. (laughs) 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 Okay. No, that's fine. We speak our truth here at the K-pop cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although we, we don't, <laughs> we try not to talk about some songs that we're just going to like universally shit on because like, what's the yeah. point? <laughs> no, there's no point. We just don't negative. do an episode on that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, we were going to talk about Blackpink. No comment. Okay. Moving oh. on to Katie. Uh, I was gonna, who was yeah, our, don't do that to Mia. Oh, sorry. Okay. I, I will, oh, I'll, no, I'll, no. I listened to your um, How You Like That podcast. That was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can't say that I disagree, but that's a mm. conversation for another time. Mm. <laughs> yes, we like to hold nuance here. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Katie from our K-pop cast Slack, she tweeted. Yeah, or she, she wrote. featured in our last uh, episode. Yes, that as well. She wrote, clapping hands emoji. Normalize, clapping hands emoji. Okay. Idols, <laughs> clapping hands emoji. Just do the clapping having, as you clapping say. Clapping hands emoji. Okay, every other word. That's the- Normalize idols having relationships and clapping Boom. hands emoji between each each word. And she <laughs> oh, wrote, uh, interesting that they and Jesse are under P Nation. Maybe Psy is more of a chill boss than other labels. I'd Maybe. Yes. Maybe mm-hmm. that's his whole brand. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, I mean, he he gave him all the money to to, to come up with this. Like, yeah, at least and I, I read. Um, I think Hyuna was saying that kind of surprisingly, Sai was very hands off with this project. Yeah. He was like, "I trust you. Do what you want. I'll, I'll support from the background." Yeah, I mean, in the behind, he did like show up at the set. But I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was kind of it was very brief. It wasn't like he was like here to be micromanaging. Like, okay, do this, do this, do this. Yeah, yeah. Well, when he showed up, it was like everything was a surprise to him. He's like, oh, whoa, look at this outfit. Like he had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Again, kids playing with a rich man's money. So. Uh, and that's refreshing again because usually we know that these managers or the CEOs of these companies micromanage the idols' lives. Mm-hmm. So famously, Rain gets kicked off of sets because he tries to micromanage. Oh my gosh, <laughs> hate it. So we also heard from Nicole Ernest writing yes. in our Slack, who said, "Overall, I like the song, although the horn sound did get a bit grating toward the end. I think the concept is totally them. So love to see it." They were also sort of giving me Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee vibes. Sorry, I know. (laughs) Hyuna's pink furry hat is what started that thought. But Pam and Tommy were kind of like the rebel romance when they were together. Today in the world of K-pop, that's definitely Hyuna and Don. Can I, can I speak for the Gen Zs and ask who, who those people were? Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> look, I look think like this is one of those things like... I think you'll get you the know. comparison. Look up Pamela Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> the American uh, Hannah. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I totally see it. I mean, Hannah's had work done, to be sure, but not... I didn't say one-to-one, but like relatively... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, if you're a Gen Z kid, um, mm-hmm. hopefully that answers Put the safe that search on. Enough. Yeah, yeah, put the safe search on. <laughs> and then finally, how has my life changed from this song? Um, this comeback and the mini album have added 10 years to my life, mm-hmm. minimum. I'm just, like, truly alive when I see their smiles and the way that they look into each other's eyes. Like, my Donnie comes alive when he is on stage. He is such a performer. Like, he is such a star. And, like, Hyuna brings out the most 
joy in him. And Hyuna is always like the most comfortable and peaceful when she has her Dawn with her. And like, I just, I'm so happy for him. I'm just so happy for them. I'm so happy for them. If you asked me four years ago in August, like what I, I would not have dreamed this for them. Like this would have been too silly of a dream. I would be like, that will never happen, Shannon. Like, that will never happen. But it did happen. And God, how blessed we are. How blessed we are. Um, I love them so much. I cannot wait for the individual albums that will round out this one plus one equals one. But also, I could wait forever if they just want to, like, rest and eat food and lay around with their puppies. They don't owe me anything. Kiana, Hyo Jong, I love you so much. Please be happy and healthy forever. I love you. I love you. I love you. Okay. Oh, sounds like Shannon really knows. Thank him. you. That's it. Thank you for letting me come on as a spooky disembodied voice and not actually be there and try to get some of my thoughts in. You can listen to my podcast, Ask Me About K-Pop, anywhere that you get podcasts. We have plenty of Hyuna and Don content. We chronicled the whole fall apart with Cube when it happened all those years ago. Um. Anyway, um, and we have lots of other great K-pop history content. If you want to learn something, check us out. Um, thank you again for letting me be here. And uh, everybody listen to one plus one equals one. It's really good. I think I think it was Daybok for Shannon as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's so. assumed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, she does like know Shannon them, was speaking at their wedding or something. Yeah. Oh, she, <laughs> right? Just gushing. How, how do you think she was able to figure it out before anyone else, Stephanie? She knows. Uh, She's on the yeah. inside. Mm, totally. Right. <laughs> Oh my god, they're like post-wedding album. Mm. I'm expecting it to be just as quirky as this music video. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Crazy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so signing off, do you want to let our listeners know where they can find you online? Mia, this is your time to plug it up. What do you want to share with the world? For sure. Um, You can find me at my Instagram. I am very active on Instagram. Um, My handle is Mia B-E-E Music. So Mia B Music, but B is spelled like the insect B. Um, So Mia B Music is my Instagram, and I post a lot of piano K-pop covers on there. So feel free to follow me for some of that. Yes, please. Well, I need more K-pop piano covers in my (laughs) life. I need meditation music, all of that. So I will check out your page. Thank you. (laughs) And you can find me online at sparker2 on Twitter. I'm at DJ Peter Lowe. I'm on Twitter at Michaela J K-pop. And if you want to get to know us better, come make some new friends in the K-pop cast Slack. You can find the link in the description of this episode. As well as a link to our newsletter. Uh, Stephanie just wrote a piece. I I don't know what what we want to call it. I I just whipped something up, contributed a piece (laughs) to the newsletter (laughs) about uh, K-pop and transformative justice and abolition. So if any of those interest you, go sign up and check it out. Yep. Um, so share this episode with, with your friends, with your family. Um, y- you know, all those Kenna, Don, shipping, romance, <laughs> fandom, communities, fanfic communities that you're... I, I don't know. I guess it's not so much a fanfiction because it, it, it's real life. It's real it's life, right? Real life. <laughs> now, fanfic so. come to life. Thanks for joining us, Mia. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. Yeah, again, sorry we couldn't talk about Blackpink. Another time. There, there's Lalisa. always another chance to talk Lalisa, about Blackpink. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it in the Slack. Yes, there you go. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. Catch you all there. Bye. Bye.